My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Hi, friends. Welcome to the Why Bloody Valentine mini episode. I'm Rich and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we are cutting it close to the wire yet again. It's your new schedule, man. I know. And like it, it's making it so much more challenging, but you'd think it wouldn't since I'm up until fucking midnight. Yeah, now. but you don't want to do anything. But I never want to do anything. That hasn't changed. But alas, we're here. Haven't missed one yet because we're fucking professionals. And as professionals, we always come prepared. Do you have homework this week, by the way? Yeah. See? Prepared. What do you got for me, my love? Mine is from Reddit. Today I fucked up. And the title is, Today I fucked up by playing with my Tinder date's cat. Hmm. Throwaway account because this is really embarrassing. This actually happened today about 30 minutes ago. So I went on a Tinder date with this girl last night. It was great. She was really pretty, and we had a great time. We came back to her place as it was close by and ended up doing the deed multiple times and ended up in bed. Now I haven't had much action in a while, and it really tired me out, so I slept like a rock. Fast forward to about half an hour ago, I wake up butt naked, alone in her bed, but I can hear her downstairs in the kitchen. So I'm tossing and turning for a bit when all of a sudden this gorgeous gray floofy kitty comes and hops on the bed and starts purring like mad. I happily oblige and pet the shit out of it. I love cats. I didn't have the covers on me as it was hot and this cat felt so soft flopping itself against my skin. So the cat starts getting playful, hopping over my body from one side to the next and I'm rolling side to side, tickling his belly in between. But when I roll over next, my schlong flips over with me, sailing through the air in a perfect arch just before it slapped my belly and the cat pounced straight onto it and dug two paws in. One on the shaft and one on the head. I fucking screamed in agony, sat up, and started trying to pull its claws out of my sausage. The one on my head came out straight away, but there was a claw still hanging on for dear life about halfway down, which was fully lodged. The cat started to panic because it was stuck, and I heard my date running upstairs as she came in. I sat up with her cat buried in my crotch, holding onto its leg, trying to free it. I whimpered, cock, stuck, help. And she burst out laughing, but reached over and unhooked the last claw out of my shaft, leaving me naked and embarrassed. I waddled over to the bathroom with blood trickling down onto my ball sack and sat on the toilet, dabbing the little holes with tissue. I'm, I still sit here now with tissue pressed against my member as I write this. I'm going to have a shower, I think. Edit. Okay, so I've been reading a lot of comments, and apparently I should see a doctor. How the fuck am I going to explain this scenario? We well, can just read his Reddit post. Yeah, I guess. It sounds like he has to worry about a little case of cat scratch wiener. <laughs> I think it's pretty wholesome though. Like I would have gotten dressed first, honestly, because the the um the cat probably thought his dick was a mouse. <laughs> a mouse. And that's why it attacked. It pounced. 
Well, cats just like to pounce on anything that's moving. It followed its primal urges. So that's no good. It really can cause illness, though. Cat scratch you... fever. Cat scratch fever. Is that Ted Nugent? I have no idea. I hope. I think it is, and I really am ashamed that I sang that song, if it is. Because Ted Nugent sucks. He's the worst. So I didn't pick anything gross, but... No. A cat claw stuck in a dick is kind of funny. It is pretty funny, but it's also wholesome that he was like rolling around with the. He was having a full on play with the cat mm-hmm. from the sounds of it. And he wasn't was just punished for it. Tetting the cat, yeah. As cats are wont to do. So I too have gone to Reddit. Oh, reliable Reddit too, because I have an Am I the Asshole? Before we get into it, I will say that the mods have commented. Uh oh. Locked due to excessive uncivil comments. Sorry, OP. Uh oh. Must be the asshole. So I will read the title. Even though it will give it away. And you can just tell me just from the title what you think. Okay. Am I the asshole for calling the police on a family at the beach? Yeah. Almost definitely. Without a doubt, you're the asshole. Yeah. But let's see. Maybe she'll surprise us. I think it's a she. Yeah, it is. My family went to the beach yesterday, and there was a large family or multiple families, maybe 15 feet away from us. There was a baby girl with them who looked to be somewhere between 18, 20 months old, and they had her on a leash and tied the leash to the tent. You don't like babies on leashes. I don't really care. Right, but whenever you see it in a movie, you're like, oh, they got that baby on a leash. We just watched a movie the other day. No, that baby wasn't on a leash. That baby was tied up with a rope. That was a little bit... It was a little bit weird. This baby's arguably tied up on a rope. But you got to do what you got to do, especially at the beach. Yeah, you, don't you don't want babies running around towards water. I mean, yeah. you got to tie your baby up with a rope, tie your baby up with a rope. What's the difference in tying it to the tent and tying it to your body in a ring sling? Like, I'm with you. I don't mind keeping these little fuckers on leashes, though. No, I don't care. Anyway, back to the story. There were dogs at the beach that were treated better than the baby. She had toys and snacks, but that treatment is still inhumane. I started to talk to them and ask why the baby was on a leash. Mind your own business every fucking time Mm -hmm. in this scenario. Every single time, shut your fucking trap and mind your own business. Every time. I would 100% rather see a two-year-old tied with a rope at the beach than a two-year-old running off towards water without anyone noticing. Yes. Yes. Come on. They said she likes to chase dogs, birds, and squirrels, so the lease made sure she stayed near them. I offered to watch her so she could go off her leash for a little bit. A fucking stranger. But they insisted that she was fine. Yeah. I'll watch your baby. No, you won't. You fucking psychopath. Once again, I'd rather leave the baby tied up than a complete stranger running off with my baby. Since I'm assuming this is a woman, this this wouldn't be what I would do. But if some dude came up, and I don't tie my babies up, we have free-range children. Um, I would probably get in a fight with them if they push the issue. I'd probably punch them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the dad started to get angry, so I left. But I couldn't get over the fact that they tied the baby to the tent so they wouldn't have to watch her and make sure she doesn't run off. So I called the police on them for abusing the baby. Asshole, all the way. You ready? The police came, but they didn't do anything. 
They assumed it was me that called, and the dad yelled at me for ruining their vacation and putting them at risk. Parentheses. They're not white, so they assume any interaction with the police is automatically dangerous. So this is a white oh, woman. Oh, no. A white woman. I think it's, yeah, because my husband. A white woman <laughs> going over to a black family. No. Offering to watch their kid. Just being the oh, ultimate. so much worse. White person. White people shit. White people do this because they're out of their fucking minds. Mm-hmm. Not cool. My husband found out that I called the police and he said I was overreacting and I acted like a bitch by calling the police on them. Yeah. He got some sense at least. He was probably like, you're going to get me fucking beat up. Yep. Because if you did that, when they started calling you a bitch and shit, I would have to have to fucking fight them. <laughs> Women do this shit. They put men in the situation. I do not put you, you in don't, these situations. But I've had girlfriends that will... Not hesitate to put you in this situation where you're like, I, I think you're wrong, and now I have to get my ass kicked too. Not this girl. That's this not girl doesn't good. do that. Am I the asshole for calling the police on them for tying the baby to the tent? Yes. Obviously. Yes. This almost seems fake. Like, yeah. usually people that post on Am I the Asshole aren't the asshole, and they just want to be, like, reassured that they're not the asshole. Mm-hmm. This person is completely the asshole, yes. and they don't think they're the asshole. Also, we tied our babies up all the time. I just tied them to me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is arguably like worse because <laughs> they can't even roam around. Like not worse. Like, oh, you shouldn't wear your babies. I think that's beautiful and awesome. Mm-hmm. But, but it's I, certainly I do, more constricting. I literally tie it to my body yeah. with a long piece of fabric. Yeah. It's certainly more constricting than leashing them. Mm-hmm. And even as like toddlers too. So they're, they said like 18 months old. I often had toddlers tied to my back so comments that those were all my comments i mean should i read some oh sure there aren't as many as there should be because the threat is locked you're the asshole on multiple levels one babies toddlers and children run off so fast one second you're looking for your bottle of water the next second they are gone the baby had snacks and toys and was close sounds to me like the baby was cared for two You don't just offer a complete stranger to watch their baby. That's just all kinds of weird and creepy and inappropriate. It is. Mm -hmm. People are weird like that, though. They will absolutely say, oh, I'll hold your baby. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck are you? You might leave with my baby. You might eat my baby. Don't touch my baby. I don't fucking want you touching my baby. Yeah. Three. Also, you can't think of a reason why non-white people get extremely worried when the cops are called on them. Any more good ones? Former leash kid, now 33 years old. I literally asked people if I could see their house when I was three. I vanished at eight years old for four hours on vacation. Leashers are fine. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they could have leashed him more. <laughs> Toddlers are slower than adults, but accelerate to full speed much quicker. That's, that's kind of true. My aunt had my little cousin on a leash one time, and he was playing in the racks at a like a department store, you know, like playing, you know how we used to do when we were kids, playing mm-hmm. around on the inside of the racks. Mm-hmm. And she would just every now and then like tug on it and make sure he was still down there. He was good. That little fucker had taken the leash off and tied it to the middle of the rack. So when she tried to walk away, thinking that he was under there, she was pulling on the rack. The kid was gone. That is, they had to shut the store down to find him. That's America right there. That's a good old American boy. <laughs> Smart boy. So besides um, lashing your kids to you, do you have any recommendations this week? 
What did we watch this week? I remember what we watched. Well, I don't remember. You told me what we watched. Old Brother, Where Art Thou? Which was my recommendation, too. Yes, let's definitely recommend that together, then. Because it's an awesome movie. It's one of the best. Like, you said you hadn't seen the whole thing through. Like, you'd seen pieces of it before, apparently. But I've seen it many times through. Yeah. Saying the whole thing, as I do often. Yeah, I... It's what I do. I quote movies, sing them. Yeah, I'd thought I'd seen the movie. And I had seen huge pieces of it. Like, like 30 minute stretches of it at a time. But there was shit in there that I definitely didn't remember seeing. Especially like um, picking up Tommy Johnson at the crossroads. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. So when they were talking about Tommy, I just figured it was just a Tommy. Like, I didn't realize it was Tommy, Tommy Johnson. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I guess I could have put together. And I don't, I didn't really remember the babyface Nelson stuff from it, especially him shooting the cow. You didn't remember the baptizing part? No, but I did remember the sirens. This movie makes like the miss, it doesn't make it because I've always been kind of like fascinated and drawn to early 1900s, like the Dust Bowl and Mississippi and Louisiana and the swamps and all that shit. Mm -hmm. That's like such a cool time in history. Sort of, obviously not the fucking racism and stuff, mm-hmm. but like the blues and bluegrass and all that shit, all that being invented on the yeah. fly. That's so fucking fascinating. I grew up on bluegrass. Well, I wouldn't say grew up. It, it didn't start until like middle school when my mom met my now stepdad. But I mean, I would say fifth grade on mm-hmm. I mean, my stepdad plays every single instrument in a bluegrass band yes he does he's so good at it so when this movie came out like it easily became his favorite movie so we watched it all the time and he quotes it all the time especially we in a tight spot yeah. <laughs> he says it all the time yeah watching this movie feels like home what would you do if like we started having sex and i said I'm in a tight spot. <laughs> I would laugh. And you don't normally like it when I laugh no, where I would say. Don't like it. So. so I won't do it. Anyway, Oh Brother Where Art Thou is a Coen Brothers movie. And they they don't make bad movies. And this is one of my favorite of them all. It's so good. It's I like love it. this, Big Lebowski and Fargo are all just hanging out at the top of the list. I love them. I love this. And it hits me because I am a man of constant sorrow. (laughs) So I feel like George Clooney gets me in this. Okay. So it's Pride Month. It is. If you follow Carolyn on Facebook, you are aware that it's Pride Month because she's posted about it every single day. That's rude. That's not rude. Are you complaining? No, I was giving you credit. Oh. I should have put it on Twitter. That's where all these people are. Yeah. Yeah, everybody on your Facebook's like, this again. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, everyone on Twitter be like, slay! Slay! All right, I'll switch to Twitter. So you've been staunchly priding. I love Pride Month. I feel like I'm doing a disservice 
by not participating in some way. Okay. You want to be a good ally? So we're going to watch a few LGBTQ plus movies all Pride Month. That's what I'm going to pick. Man, I should have picked my rom-com as an LGBTQ+. You've done your part by just being an LGBTQ+. Okay, just just being here? Yeah. Thank me for my service? Yes. Next week's movie was a bit of a challenge for me. Okay? Why, trying to find some gay people that are want to get beat up and killed and boobs and stuff? No, not so much that. I can live without boobs in movies. Why you count them every single time? Because it's fun. Joe Bob Briggs does it. Okay. Joe Bob Briggs is my hero. <laughs> Why I struggled. It's a sequel. We tend to not do sequels too often on here. Um, Did we do the first one? Yeah. Oh, man. It's a sequel to a movie we've covered fairly recently, which I also don't like to do. I like to, if we're going to do a sequel, I'd like it to be like a year later, two years later. You know what I mean? Okay. It's also been called the gayest horror movie ever made by many people. Well, then... It definitely fits. So we have to cover it. Okay. And I also feel like because of that, it should be the first one we cover. All right. Especially since I plan on doing this every year for Pride. We'll do LGBTQ or queer horror of some sort. I do apologize to you in advance because I don't think you're going to like it. What else is new? It is A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. (sighs) That is not the right trailer. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. Someone is coming back to Elm Street. That sounds better. Is not that looks better. He is not patient. I know, babe. I quit. No, no, no. This is for you. If only they could see the glare I'm giving you right now. I see it, and I still love you. But I think I'm not the one whose love is in question here. It's yours towards me. I fucking hate Freddy Krueger. I know, babe, but listen... It's iconic. It's been called the gayest horror movie ever made. It wasn't an easy movie to like 
even attempt to make in 1985, the height of the AIDS epidemic. This is, this is an important one. Important. It's important. Yes, it is. And we'll talk all about that. Great. So a nice pairing with this film for all of you listeners with Shudder would be the documentary Scream Queen, My Nightmare on Elm Street. It details the making of the movie, its queer subtext, and the life of leading man Mark Patton. It's a really, really good documentary. And if nothing else, Mark Patton has unbelievable calves. He has (laughs) ridiculous calf muscles. Like I was in awe of them. So Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is available for free on HBO Max. Are you excited? No. Are you at least excited for the theme, I'm doing something for pride? Yeah, you're a very good ally. Do you have anything to add? No. Then say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn.